Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast with your hosts, Jackie and Dan, the number one podcast on ApplePodcast.com, dedicated to the birthdays you know and love. So without further ado, take it away, Dan. Go shorty. it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Breaking news just off the ticker here in solidarity with the people of Ukraine. The Blue Man Group will henceforth be performing as the Blue and Yellow Man Group. Love that. Welcome to Weekend Update. I'm Dan, November 10th. I'm Jackie, October 12th. And in other news, uh, in response to what's going on in Florida, we're going to start calling him Wrong DeSantis. Gay. This is going to be coming out two weeks after you record it, so I don't know about this. <laughs> Did you guys see the Masked Singer this week? Aziz Ansari walked off set after seeing Jared Fogle emerge <laughs> from his chrysalis. That's too bad. That's You know what? This is a good opportunity for us to guess the news kind of thing. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, listeners, usually there's a quicker turnaround time, but this one is recorded a couple weeks in advance. So yeah, let's guess the news. Go ahead. In response to what happened in Philadelphia this morning, I would just like to say I love you, China. I love you, Japan. And we are sorry. I will say I understand he needs to be punished for his crimes, but I think it was a bit much to hang Johnny Depp in the town square in Los Angeles, California. I don't think that was right. Yeah. And you can say whatever you want about Greg Abbott's politics, but it's not fair to say that he has little girl legs. Okay. <laughs> Hi. That's great. <laughs> We're going to do a little bit of celebrity guessing in the next oh. 23 minutes. Jackie? Okay. Yep. Last week, uh-huh. you really quickly guessed that it was the birthday of Sean Evans from Hotons. Hot Ones. Yeah. Excuse Hot-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-
They no put adrenochrome in that. That's why it's yeah. so soft. <laughs> why is an aborted fetus their mascot? The adrenochrome comes from fetal cells. Yeah. They're All right, right Jackie. Right out in there in the open. They're not even trying to hide it anymore, Dan. He's no longer with us. He died. I don't remember when. It was 10 years ago or something. May he rest in peace. He's a musician. 10 he years ago. Almost and pretty much you could say he invented his own genre of music. I would say he did. When did he start playing music that he He's invented? His first records were made in the mid-50s, but the stuff that you know from him is going to be from like the late 60s, early 70s. And he kept going. He had a hit. David mate. Bowie. No, we're thinking of a little, not quite as much rock as a little bit more. I'm just going to give it away. Funk. You know, it doesn't give it away for me. <laughs> the Godfather of Soul. Think about this. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give it the away. Guy give from it Red away. Hot Chili Peppers? No. Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> but. Anthony Kiedis. No, I wish I could. I wish we were talking. God, I fucking wish we were talking about Anthony Kiedis today. God damn Don't it. Don't talk about him like that. But I'm doing not. Anthony Keto diet right now. I'm not having any sugar. <laughs> That's why that it right? really hurts. Yeah, you got to sweeten that pot. It could be that, and I've been taking HGH. Sure. Well, you're looking big, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. I feel big. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big and malnourished funk, at the same time. Funk hot guy look. who died 10 years ago? He See, died. I, don't, I know, I know funk guys, but I don't know if they're dead or not. I know there's George Clinton. Okay, not him. There's Bootsy. Not him. Bill Clinton. There's... He actually died 15 years ago, but that's just on me. Died on Christmas Day, which is kind of funny. Oh, that's sad. Well, it's not sad. That's my friend's birthday. Jesus? Matter. Jesus, yeah. Go, go on. Funk guys. Funk. Guys. I'm talking like the guy who started it all. Um, Clarence Carter. <laughs> oh, Jackie, good <laughs> lord. When is Zoom going to come out with the feature where you can just, just one time in a Zoom meeting, you can reach across and smack the other I've person? I've been stroking, okay? <laughs> That's what you've been doing. Let me ask you something. <laughs> what? And don't be mean to me. You guys have really been laying into me and saying you don't know who anyone is. And it's like, okay, there's a lot of people. What okay, time I can't remember of the day all the guys. do you like to guess celebrity birthdays? Nighttime, evening. Okay. <laughs> I'm not laying into you. It's good, good do natured ribbing. you guys talk ribbing. about me and say like, oh my God, she doesn't know any fucking celebrities. It's so no. embarrassing. If we we're complaining about you, it's the fact that your microphone levels are inaudible. <laughs> They're cranked, buddy. They're cranked. <laughs> I'm sure. gonna be you sound I crystal this, clear yeah, today. I, think I will this say week that. Is good. Jackie. <laughs> yeah. This guy said a bunch of crazy shit on TV one time in an interview. Did he say, living in America? Yes, he did. And his name is? Um, <laughs> uh, James Brown. James Brown. Happy birthday, James Brown from the James Brown band. Can you do, can you do a couple more quotes from that uh, interview he did? Uh, hasta luego. <laughs> <laughs> and, Paul, uh, Paul, let's hear one. What? Yeah. I don't, See, I, not everyone I don't knows remember that. I, oh, it's a very funny. It's a very funny viral video, folks. I mean, you're, you're kind of. I mean, I know who James Brown is. I don't remember <laughs> but an interview no, with him from 40 years ago. It's funny. I didn't know he was funk. I didn't know he was funk. That's funk. I thought he was soul. He's a yeah, soul guy. I'd say he's more of a soul guy. But I would so, say that. But like, he kind of like. In like. What's He's the like grandfather, okay? Sex Not machine, the godfather. Funky drummer. Funky drummer. Funky drummer. Funk like is what? In the... Am I... 
It's a yeah. It's the most sampled thing in history. Yeah. I don't sample. What do you? <laughs> You I don't, don't do samples. They have them I, I say, no, thank you. If I want to eat something, it'll be a full size. Okay? <laughs> no, I don't I'll want I'll fill it. up at the salad bar. I'll take the full size meal home. I'll get two meals in one day. When I walked into, I did walk into Super One Foods, I was thinking, God, I really hope that some uh, retired woman hands out a tiny square of a frozen pizza that's been sitting out for several hours that I can yeah. have for free. And, and it's to- like you, you wonder why our favorite restaurant is no longer around. Because the only time that you would eat there is if you're doing some kind of dining scam. It's not a scam. You get as much as you want. It's all you can eat. And if there's extra, you bring it home. They don't expect you to have three pounds of food from the salad bar. There's another good moment. They shouldn't have so much food just out in the open for grabs. In that uh, James Brown interview (laughs) video where they're, they're talking... Before he comes on about how he was recently in a big, like, a police chase. There were some accusations of domestic abuse. He was on PCP, all this stuff. And they're like, so, James, it sounds like you've been in a little bit of trouble lately. Uh, And he goes, no, I'm not. (laughs) 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 Grinding his teeth. Let's talk about music. (laughs) No, I'm not. You have to I see feel it. good. Yeah. Yeah. Forever it's known as the world. James Brown defense. That's very nice. <laughs> no, I'm not. Josh, okay. are you playing video games while we're supposed to be recording a podcast? <laughs> no, I'm not. Living in America. So, Jackie, it sounds like you know yeah. a little bit about James Brown. You kind Bunch. of disagree on some yeah, of the details about his soul. life. <laughs> Listen. I could sit here and talk and talk and talk for hours and hours about the long, illustrious life of the great late James Brown. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to do that. Oh, okay. please do. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to zero in on a kind of a forgotten period in his life, okay? Okay. Because he had some he's had some forgotten years here and there. And what I'm going to do is a segment, instead of the, our usual weekly segment, the birthday bio of James Brown, this is uh, just a little... Birthday bio of uh, part of James Brown. Hit me. In 1991, the godfather of soul emerged from a refreshing three-year prison stay to a cultural landscape that had left him behind. The finger-popping funk of Brown's heyday had gone away in favor of gloomy grungsters like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Primus. Papa's brand new bag had become an old, worn-out sack, so the drug-addled middle-aged soul man decided to make a change. Inspired by the success of Euro Disney, he purchased 800 acres of swampland outside Dunwoody, Georgia, and construction began on James Brown's Brown Town, the world's first and largest funky amusement park. I said began. Yeah, you did. That's all right. The hardest working man in show business took a softer working approach to his new vocation, trusting the Brown Town team to take it to the bridge while he stayed out of sight. He held frequent press conferences from his Atlanta estate, talking loud and saying nothing yet nevertheless building public interest. When opening day arrived, the line to get in stretched clear across to Peachtree Corners. But when James finally laid eyes on Browntown, he broke out into a cold sweat. Browntown's main attraction was the Sex Machine, a wild high-speed roller coaster in which riders perched atop dildos molded from JB's own penis, with a rubber replica of the man's buttocks directly in front of each seat. As exhilarating an experience as it may have been, it was considered wildly inappropriate for a family crowd, and it didn't take long for the crew to realize that cleanup would be a major problem. The Living in America log ride fared no better. 
Patrons expecting a relaxing cruise down a lazy river instead found themselves dosed with PCP hurtling downstream at dangerous speeds, all the while dodging bullets from a police log following behind in close pursuit. In an effort to capture the magical atmosphere of Disneyland, actors were hired to walk around in giant costumes of members of James Brown's backing band. Unfortunately, the vacant eyes and bulbous heads of the oversized sideman mascots brought more fright than delight to the children, few of whom were eager to have their picture taken with eight-foot-tall pantomime versions of Maceo Parker or John Jabbo Starks. By the time he saw the say-it-loud, there's snacks and we're proud eatery was serving only popcorn and licking sticks, Brown had had enough. He was so distraught, staff members had to drape him in a velvet cape and slowly lead the weeping soul brother towards the exit. Just as he was about to get into his limousine, he threw off the cape, broke free from his handlers, and darted over to the park's PA system. Ladies and gentlemen, he declared, we need to get it together, so please, please, please get up off of this thing so we can make Brown Town better. Uh. But it was not to be. Just like its founder, Brown Town was plagued by financial, sexual, and substance problems and died a quiet death. James Brown went on to enjoy a healthy career touring on the oldies circuit while occasionally getting into some of his trademark run-ins with the law before passing away a while back from whatever it was he died from. But today, let's remember that noble failure, James Brown's Brown Town, an amusement park that was not just bad, it was super bad. Nice. Happy birthday, dude. That sounds, is it, so it's not open? No, it closed in about, uh, the research I saw was about two, three days. We should go to the abandoned Brown Town and do a live podcast there. That's a fun idea. I did. I think the structure is still standing, and uh, I believe the sex machine ride is no longer functional. But all the 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 the, the, the carts that you sit in are still there, so you can still sit on. Really? The, yeah, I saw YouTube. I thought that would have been pil- 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 pillaged. <laughs> uh, right. What away. are those like? A they're like a Sibian machine that you ride. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sibian. Yeah, tell us about the Sibian, Paul. Everybody knows what that is. Jackie? It's clear I don't know what it is. It's a fuck machine. It fucks you. Yeah, I never heard of that. I just go I go to a guy's house for that, so. Who, what's his name? Just any guy. Hmm. Well, maybe you want to do a little bit of research, Jackie. Do a little shopping, and then maybe we can take a break. Can I go to a guy's house, and he has the machine that fucks me. What's his name? Any guy. Eddie okay. Guy. Eddie Guy. That's he's a blue. Fakest. He's a blues guy. <laughs> it's the fakest name I ever heard. Jackie, we need. Oh, we need to go to commercial break. I gotta go to commercial. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, <laughs> folks. Let's face it. The world is fucked. Greenhouse gas emissions rising every day. Belief in democracy at an all-time low. Europeans at war. With each other? You're just one person. How can you make a difference? I'll tell you how. By helping to reduce the amount of microplastics in our environment with the new Pure Blood Purification System. This revolutionary, relatively easy-to-use do-it-yourself medical procedure allows you to cleanse your body's temple of some of the unavoidable toxins you ingest every single day, especially when it's fish for dinner night. Pure Blood sends you all the needles, hoses, buckets, and strainers you'll need to filter out the microscopic microplastics floating in your sweet red blood as we speak. Guys, your ancestors didn't live and die just so you could have the lowest sperm count in human history. 
And ladies, you'll probably need to be performing a few medical procedures at home soon yourselves. So what are you waiting for? Go to MyPureBlood.com right now and say goodbye plastic, hello plasma. There we go. See, I wrote something. <coughs> and we're back to reveal the fact that I, Jackie, October 12th, did not write something. So let's get right into it. Dan. Yeah. Not only is it yeah. <laughs> James Brown's birthday. What's James saying, man? I don't know. We're getting paid, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another guy's birthday. Yeah. Different guy. And I'm sorry I told you it's a guy, but I've been doing this all day. Uh. It's a guy. So from there, if you could just tell me who it is. Is that that you did that Eddie Murphy bit? Yeah, we should watch that. On, ah! We should watch that whole special on the podcast. <laughs> That's a James Brown lyric. <laughs> I need a word here. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So uh, not only is it James Brown's birthday, it's someone else's birthday. Bill Watterson, who created Calvin and Hobbes. No, I don't believe it is his birthday. I'm very sorry. It's Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. No, I don't believe Calvin it's him Stark. Bless you. Good thing I have these masturbatory tissues I had. Okay, I'm going to do another raw guess. Is it a comedian? Tim Allen. No, it's not a comedian. It's not a comedian, Dan. This is a singer, songwriter. Jackson Um, Brown. He is more... Say you're on Jackson? a Jackson. Yeah. Okay, let's do a visualization exercise. Okay. You're on a big boat. I'm not. And there's a there's a song playing that you just love. This guy probably wrote that song. The big boat boat song. Yeah. The guy that wrote the boat song. Yeah. Oh, come, Mr. Taliban. T- yeah. 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 The, ta- the Taliban guy. Harry Belafonte. Nope. This mm. what what would you call a big boat? An oar boat. Oh, uh, big big that Bertha. Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. So big Bertha. Sm- it's more of a luxury Gordon type Lightfoot. of a boat vehicle. If you oh, uh, yeah, yacht. And what kind of music would you hear on a yacht? Michael McDonald. Close. This Donald guy has an, This guy has an alliterative name, and it's fun. Christopher Cross. Christopher Cross. Wow. Happy birthday. Two absolute music legends. Yeah. Back to back. For, uh, butt to butt. Not wrong. Tip. Wow. Jackie. Yeah. I want to let you know a little something. I don't mean this to be an insult to the unsighted community, but pardon the phrase. It's kind of a blind spot for me, Christopher Cross. I like a little bit of Yacht Rock. Uh, I do. Sometimes ironically. Oftentimes unironically. But it's hard to tell... Uh, as you once told me, it's hard to tell where the line is drawn with me. And right. I guess I can say Christopher Cross, I don't know fucking shit about him. Well, I didn't either. I didn't know really what Yacht Rock was. Hard, it's hard for me to say. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, look at the spelling of the word. Like, what can you what can you say about Yacht? I mean... Yacht Rock. Yeah. I thought it was maybe like a Hebrew thing. It turns out... Don't do Semitic stuff. So... I actually did. I actually did learn a lot. Usually, I don't learn a lot. It's just like yeah. he came, he saw, whatever. He accosted some women. I I went on Wikipedia. I typed in Christopher Cross, and here's what I learned: musician and singer songwriter Christopher Cross's self-titled first album was an instant hit. Dan, he won five Grammys, including Best New Artist and Best New Song. I don't think anyone's won that many Grammys at once uh, since Eric Clapton unplugged. The iconic album cover 
of his debut album, features a Kelly green textured backdrop with a circular frame in the center which surrounds a pastel beach scene and a tight close-up of a lone flamingo. Album credits for the record list one Jim Newhouse as the artist responsible for the quote flamingo concept. Throughout the decades, Cross would release a dozen more albums, each one featuring its own flamingo, sometimes right there on the cover, sometimes hidden within the album art. According to sources, JGFCC has stated that the flamingo motif is really nothing. The original flamingo appeared in a painting that hung in their studio and reappeared for cheeky continuity throughout the years. But why then was artist Jim Newhouse credited on the first album as the flamingo concept guy? What's the concept? Who's the flamingo and who is Jim Newhouse? Jim Newhouse did not have a blue hyperlink in this Wikipedia entry for his flamingo concept credits. So I had to do a little more digging to really understand what this guy was talking about with the flamingo thing. I googled Jim Newhouse and there were literally no results, so I binged it. Same thing. I didn't want to do a duck duck go on a flamingo guy, something about that didn't (laughs) sit right with me, so needless to say, not a lot of info out there. So, unfortunately I had exhausted all of my journalistic resources and I was unable to uh, prove my flamingo theory. So I guess it's true what JGF Christopher Cross said, the flamingo thing really is nothing. But I encourage you to check out his latest album, wherein on the cover he is riding a giant flamingo through an Arizona landscape like it's a camel or a horse or a donkey. So happy birthday to the daddy of Yacht Rock, JGF, Christopher Cross. Jackie, thank you for teaching me so much about the life of Christopher Cross. You're welcome. And it reminds me, we all know how to edit Wikipedia. I have been banned from editing. I don't know how to do that, actually. I tried because sometimes you go on there, there's just nothing. Some articles are locked, but most of them are not. But I don't know how to uh, 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 create a new article, so. Oh, we could do a happy birthday podcast. That's what I'm saying. Well, you got me thinking. You were talking about this guy, Jim uh, Davis, whatever his name was. New house. And um, I don't think we need to make a Wikipedia article for that guy. But maybe if any enterprising internet users out there want to make a Wikipedia article about our podcast. Sure. The sure, time is sure. the time has come. I would love to make a Jim Newhouse article. I would love to get some more information about this flamingo thing because honestly, I think there's more to it. I think there's I something else there. Would love to get the 20th Century Masters greatest hits compilation of Christopher Cross loaded onto my Pono in lossless quality. Plug my Pono into my Mercury Sable and just do a bunch of cocaine and go driving off into the sunset alone. Yeah. What's your favorite Crisscross song? Uh, Chris, jump, Chris, jump, jump away, come, jump away, Cross. jump, jump away, uh, come, come on, come, come with me, come on my boat. Yeah. No. <laughs> come on, come on my boat. Come, on, come, <laughs> come on my boat, get on my motherfucking boat. Come, 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 yeah. come, 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 baby, yeah. Come, my lady, come, come, yeah. All right, well. Oh, I just got that. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be right back. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. Oh. <laughs> C-U-M? Yeah. Yeah. I just got it. The new Creepy Crawlers Bug Maker is here. Your favorite toy from the 90s is back with an all-new collection of do-it-yourself creepy slimy bug molds. The all-new Creepy Crawlers Bug Maker uses your body's own naturally recycled microplastics to feed the beast. 
Simply collect your microplastics using one of the newly available at-home microplastics collection kits and watch before your eyes as your pile of plastic turns into flying beasts, slimy roaches, wriggly worms, and more. Log on to creepycrawlers.com and use code HBDPOD at checkout for 15% off your first My Body Plastic Bug Maker Kit. That's creepycrawlers.com. Let's get creepy. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. You know what was a thought that I that I had recently? Yeah. Because you don't meet a lot of guys named Jar Jar these days. <laughs> <laughs> You used to hear it all the time. I know. You couldn't turn on the television without someone saying that name. It's like, how many guys have this name right now? Welcome back to a show, listeners. I have a phone call. What's your name? Where are you calling from? One more time from the top on that song. No, that's all right. Just pretend I did it. Uh, what is your name? Where are you calling from, sir? Hi, this is Tyler from Stevens Point, Wisconsin. There he hey, is. Hi, Steven. Welcome back. I love that. Thank you. I think that you've been on here before. I think that we've usually had a good time, and I hope that we're looking forward. We're looking straight down the barrel of a good time right now. It's going to blast us in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so, too. I think blast. he's officially been on more times than Jay now. That's true. Could be. Could be. Yeah, you you can't see it; it's uh, in the background. But I just have like the little tally that I've been keeping of how many times I've been on the show. Oh my gosh! Looks like I've been in a prison or something because there's so many tally marks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're gonna feel like you're in a prison when you're trying to answer some of these questions. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Birthday prison. <laughs> <laughs> do they let you do that on your birthday? Do you get to spend one day in prison? That would be fun. <laughs> I want to go to a women's prison on my birthday. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> you know how like a lot of times you have to be in the just visiting section though? Like I'd like to be inside. Yeah. Have you guys heard of that show Locked Up Abroad? Yeah. Turns out that's its that's its actual name and not just a nickname for Orange is the New Black. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the comedy open mics near you right now, Paul? Like There's to... actually one this Thursday at Brogies, so... Are you going to do it? Five, bring it down. Turns out that's not just wishful thinking for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Is there more? Or... Mm. Jackie, you said no. you sang karaoke last night. Should we get into yeah, that I now? Or should, karaoke we, last should we wait? It don't matter. Are you at Flanagan's? No, I'm up. I'm in Ishpeming, so I went to the Royal Pub. <laughs> I'm in Ishpeming. I can't make it to Marquette. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to get home? I don't drive. Mm-hmm. Mark Tran. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 10.30 at night, so. Yeah. Mark Fan runs from about 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Sundays. One bus. Yeah. Those are the Med- prime hours. Medical mm-hmm. center to Shopco. And you're like, Shopco's not open anymore. <laughs> well. Parking lot's still there, so. Yeah. <laughs> people, don't keep, people aren't going to show up. They're not going to reopen, so. We got on that thing one time, and I tell you what, that thing's a scam. It just takes you in a circle. You have to get off at some point. Well. Do a little tuck and roll. You think it if just you, keeps going? You'll end up in California? If you don't, it takes you right back to where you came from. Yeah. Sometimes that's a good way to spend a day, though. Yeah. Tell you it what. It was for us. We not. had a good day. <laughs> when you have think to, of, it's Think not. of all the friendly characters you can meet on the Mark Train. Jackie, you've met some friendly people on the Mark Train? Yeah, some guys cornered me in the mall parking lot one time when I was on the bus because I told them to shut up. <laughs> Why? Did, uh, let's Let's unpack this here. 
he was on the bus, he was in the back of the bus, and he was being all loud, and he was like, yeah, fuck this bitch, la, 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 just being gross, and I turned around, and, like, everyone was visibly upset, so I was like, hey, can you stop? He was like, fuck you, bitch, fuck you, bitch, you know, mm-hmm. and then when we you got were out. being a bitch, you know. Yeah, well, you, sometimes you have to, and we, we got out at our bus stop, which is the back parking lot of an abandoned mall, and <laughs> they, they were just, they were being weirdos, they were like surrounding me and pushing me and what did you do i called my boyfriend i said can you pick me up at Coles? some guys are being weird to me so he came and picked me and then he was like can you just take the mark train (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm sitting down for the day i've already sat down Well, do we have any sort of game show action that we want to get going here? Yeah, I mean, I don't Tyler, wanna... you're a big music freak, right? Ooh, yeah, I like the way you said that, yeah. <laughs> real real music freak over here. Well, I'm trying to give you a chance to to get your freak on and enjoy a brand new iPod. Jackie, hold up the iPods. Oh, God. <laughs> For this audio medium, can you please... So oh now, do I just enjoy getting to see them, or do, or do I win them? You have the chance to make. Well, them you yours. have you definitely get to enjoy seeing them, but you have the chance to down. take one home. One of them looks yourself. really small. It's tiny. Is that a it's nano? The, it's a micro iPod mini, micro, wow. mini mini, and it has a bear a sticker on the back of it. Wow! But if you want these things. You've got to get some questions right. I'm not just going to give them to you. I can't just give them away. These are precious goods, and we're trying to hold on to them like our beanie babies. So if you want an iPod, you're going to have to answer some questions correctly. How does that sound to you? Sounds very fair. All right. Well, without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. I've got three for you. So you've got three chances to win. If you get all three right, you get $100. And you no. get your name put at the, and you get a complimentary T-shirt, and you get your name put on top of the wall at the Happy Birthday wow. Studios. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the wall at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. <laughs> yes, and that I was like, do two... I have to go to Vietnam and get killed? <laughs> Is that part of the prize? And no, I'm... actually, I'm I'm gonna be in D.C. on Monday, so I can honestly, I just etch it in there for you. <laughs> and I'm saying, nice. can, can we get a wall with the survivors' names? I mean, these are the people we should be <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> I, I personally like okay. the war heroes who did not get captured. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. All right. All right, <laughs> Tyler. First, first, we got a guy who was born in 1977. Um, we usually do deaths. I usually give you deaths for this one. But today, I'm giving you births. We're flipping up the flip up, and I'm giving you birthdays. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh so this guy, he was born on May 3rd, 1997. Um, Wait, I thought you said he was born in 1977. 1977, excuse me. He is a Canadian former professional baseball pitcher who played in Major League Baseball for the Florida Marlins. Ooh, everybody likes fish. The Cincinnati Reds, Chicago Cubs, uh, Texas Rangers, and Boston Red Sox. Every team in the league. Mm-hmm. He batted and threw right-handed, and he was a starter and a reliever in his career. Reliever, Which, I hardly knew. The pitch is really bad, though, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see if I can get a spouse. No spouse, so looks like a playboy. He's got Married kind of to the game. Like this. Yeah. He looks like this a little bit. 
Sure. So okay. that'll be good for the listeners. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, who were we talking about? Was that face like he was doing chewing tobacco? No, he's mid pitch, so he's like. Paul is kind of pulling his lip. No, don't tell him. Okay, I can just kind okay. of imagine what I'm doing. Okay, the radio is the theater of the mind. Okay, you said the Marlins, the Rangers, the Cubs, and the Reds. Remember when Creed did that song for the Marlins? No, oh, I that's don't. a great song. Let's Hold on. Yo, don't ruin it. I'm going to play the whole thing on the podcast. All right. <laughs> you see it? Looks good. I didn't catch. Oh, nope. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Keep on How do I not it's know? Called, it's, how do it's I not know? The song was originally written for his dead son, but then he changed the lyrics so that it's for the Marlins. <laughs> you added really? the dead part. It's Did his living die? son. Oh. <laughs> Wait, this is the crack. Oh, did I miss it? God damn it. No, no, it's not. All right. So, who do you you think it is? At all with my concentration. (laughs) Um. But is it, um, is their last name, uh, Clemens? No, it's, sorry, Ryan Dempster. Ryan Dempster. Real Canadian name. Yeah. Just throw it in the Dempster. <laughs> yeah, throw that iPod in the Dempster, because oh, yeah, one down. Oh, frick. Yeah. I wonder if you get $100 um, now. N- well, you still have a chance for the second grand prize, which is... $100. From iPod. <laughs> it's, it's nice. I wonder if Creed <laughs> just produced that song in the video just unsolicited. <laughs> and then the they, o- they did. Owner yes. of the Marlins is like, no, there's guess, a, you gotta you really? gotta look up the whole I don't story know anything behind about it. This. Yes, hey, you they can't did, turn they, on free content. He got them to play it at like one Marlins game, and the fans got so pissed off that they refused to have wow. play it again. <laughs> <laughs> And it, like, yeah, like Jackie said, he he truly wrote an entire song about his son. It's a very nice And then song. changed all of the lyrics to be about uh, the Florida Marlins. Well, I remember Eric Clapton did that where he put out the song, uh, he changed Tears in Heaven to Let's Go Liverpool Football. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining also just like... A baseball, Let's go Liverpool. a baseball stadium slowly emptying out while that song is blaring over the PA speakers. Let's Jackie. go, Marlins! Yeah. Jackie, did or did not someone play Tears in Heaven in the party bus at your wedding? Yes or no? <laughs> I don't, did you? Yes. Wow, you I blocked that memory out. Thank All you right. for doing that for me. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> All right, let's let's come on. This is this is a disaster. 
No, this is great. Tyler, I got another guy here, and I've got another woman here, frankly. Oh. Um, but this next guy, he was born on this day, May 3rd, in 1940. He actually passed away August 23rd, 2019. He was an American businessman, political activist, philanthropist, and chemical engineer. You probably heard his name quite a bit during the Bush era and maybe a little bleed over into the Obama era. He was the old... Uh, you know, uh, he was like the the boogeyman of that era of the early aughts. Famous brother. One of one them, of the yes. one of the Koch brothers. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Yep, David Koch. So one David iPod. Koch. There you yeah. Go. One one iPod you've got. So this guy was like. Boogeyman. Come on, people. I didn't get that. Oh, I thought you were just doing the entertainer, but wrong. <laughs> that kind of describes my musical career. Whole career. Very entertaining, yeah. but very wrong. Yeah, it ain't right. Tyler, oh, this Lord. next person, like I said, no, I is a woman. Um, she was born on this day in, I don't know the exact year, the early 1960s in Marquette, Michigan. Place you might be familiar with. Heard of it. Um... She was former, formerly a waitress at the Big Boy restaurant working the graveyard shift. Um, <laughs> she, let's see. She enjoys gardening, and um, she's really good at making cornflake chicken. Do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. She's got kind of a dark brown hair. She gave birth to at least one pretty cool person. Good. She's an optician's assistant. Um, got a little bit of a Uper accent. She's kind of funny. Um, who do you think? Um, maybe their name's like Johnson. Mm-mm. Nope. Very similar last name to someone on this podcast. Really? And almost yes, almost and identical, you identical, might say. Identical, in fact, yeah. yeah. It's identical, actually. And uh, 62 was the year because this year she's turning 60 years old wow. on this day. Wow. wow. I mean, it wouldn't be um, like your mom, would it? Yep. Whoa. Yep. It's my mom. Oh, yes. I got it on the second guess. Happy, happy, birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday, he did a, he, just, he just did a your mom joke. <laughs> he did, but he nailed it. Happy 60th birthday, Mom. We love you. Wow. We can't wait to have you on the show. Yeah, get her on. Uh, shout out Paula. Hi, Paula. Call her right now. I'll call her. I have her number. Well, gang, does he win the iPod? No, I'm sorry. You did not. What about a Zoom? Is that like a consolation? Consolation Zoom? We're all sent to Ukraine. They're coming back, though. We've been mm. trying to get our hands on a Pono, but they're kind of hard to come by. You got to talk to Neil Young. I do. Yeah. But I can't anymore because I used to message him on Spotify, but he's not on there anymore. He said no. Can you, you said your mom worked the graveyard shift at Big Boy? Yeah, and you know what? One huh. time, this is not a very good story, but one time, <laughs> Foreigner came in there after they played at the Lakeview Arena, and she got all of them to sign a napkin, which she still has. Wow. 
Well, I was just wondering because you said graveyard shift. Can you imagine if you worked at the graveyard and they were they wanted you to work overnight and your boss was like, "You're working the graveyard shift." Yeah, which one? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, am I just gonna be in the mausoleum all night? Or yeah. yeah. Well, it's the graveyard during the day. It's the graveyard shift. What time? Graveyard shift. What? Yeah, it's like yeah. the Abbott and Costello used to do that. Sure. Well. Geez, these questions have been just expert level, and we don't really get a lot of experts calling in. So I'm sorry if you didn't win the iPod. I hope that you have another way of listening to music in some sort of capacity. He did get two out of three, though. So yeah, I, I was know. I was thinking about trying to study up on birthdays, but there, it turns out there's just so many. So many. Mm-hmm. And then you start studying on deaths, and you're like, there's like an equal, well, almost equal number of deaths. Yeah. I mean, not quite as many. No. <laughs> Which is why we still have, yeah, still have some people walking around today. Yeah, it'd be easier to study for if it was just equal, you know. Yeah. Sure, Tyler, your birthday is in February, right? No, January. January. All right. Well, it's one of the months. Don't January twentieth, nineteen eighty-seven. No, don't. Yeah, don't be like, oh no, be like, yes, but January. Oh yeah, yeah, yes and yes, yes and yeah, exactly. Forgot. That's the rule. Of yeah, I got then. kicked out of improv class because I was I was saying no, like I. Was, yeah, no, but. Because people were just making, they were just making stuff up. I'm like, no, this isn't it. What? No, but I, but I have a funnier idea. Uh, yeah, I'm concerned Actually, that they don't have an objective reality that they're sure. in. Sure. Let's know? let's let's try a little improv scene with these rules. Okay, I'll I'll start. <clears throat> I'd like to, I wish to return this parrot. Yes, and no. <laughs> um, it looks like this beak is damaged. Did you take this parrot out of the box? No, but I am wondering, what what is your birthday again? January 17th? No, January 19th. Come on, guys. Say yes. January 19th. Yes, it is You could that. have looked on this receipt for the parrot, because I wrote it on there for you. <laughs> uh, it's not a parrot. <laughs> oh. It's something else. Oh, I'm sorry. Else. I need to get my glasses on. Yeah. No. Oh. Take, take wow, your, that really isn't a parrot. Take your glasses off, actually. That's a parrot key. A pair of what? You know, this reminds me that I... We're doing improv. Don't interrupt. No, I have a good story, though. What? Let's hear it. Um, I recently got a pair of gray sweatpants, and I was this wearing them This parrot is no more! It has ceased to be! And I... Um, you know, gray sweatpants, it's these Pining people want to see fjords. the... Go ahead. The indent of the penis in the gray sweatpants. Yeah. Sure. Oh, did you get the really tight-fitting ones? No, they're not really tight fit. No, he's just, just a curiosity. He's, Paul's I got a big hog. Yeah. I took a look in the mirror to see, you know, if my if my penis looked good in the gray sweatpants, and it actually looked like the beak of a parrot. I remember thinking that, like a macaw. Like, yeah, like a like. Polly wants some pussy. Off my board. That was crude. I apologize. Very cool. So you were like, you were trying on these sweatpants, and you were just gonna go like what? Walk around Walmart like. Nodding at girls. No, they were for. I mean, they were they were for wearing around the house. Okay, but you get the um, things where they have like the elastic around like the end of the pant leg, mm-hmm. so it's like really oh, yeah. tight on your ankle. Like ninety percent of my clothes are like that. It's very comforting. Let's do more improv comedy. Yes. No. <laughs> no, come on, give me a setup. I'll I'll do it. Yeah, okay. we need a we need a we okay. need something from the audience. Tyler Tyler is a a, a doctor. But he doesn't speak uh, English, and Josh is his patient. 
or Paul is his patient who's French and doesn't speak English. <laughs> and Jackie That's is because I look French. And Jackie I'm is French Jackie today. is Paul's mom. She speaks perfect English. Go. Hey, doctor. It's my birthday today, and this is my son. He doesn't speak any English, so he's having a hard time communicating. So I will just be the. I'll communicate between you and him. Yeah. Yeah. Je m'appelle Le Poul. Uh, his name is Le Poul. Yeah. And your name? Doctor. His name is Doctor. Doctor Tyler. Doctor Tyler. Paul, what seems to be um, hurting your body today? Oh, uh, poop de jour. Ah. <laughs> so today, on this day, Paul has issues with his stomach. Ah. Poop de jour. Ah. Okay, now the building Open is on fire. Open your fi- mouth. Now the Paul. building is on fire. <laughs> Oh, God, the building's on fire. Paul, quick, open your mouth. Tyler, improvise some comedy for us, would you? We, we need sure. A, we need a little pick-me-up on this show. Go ahead. Sure. Um, well, have you guys heard about the new pick-me-up that's out there on the market right now? No, I sure haven't. Mm-mm. It's it's called liquid coffee gels, and what they are is they're they're like regular liquid gels, right? Where you take them and then they dissolve, and then you get liquid inside of you. Yeah, sure. But they're actually putting coffee inside of them. Mm. And what you do is you take these out of a package and you put them in the microwave, but it's only for like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. So it's actually like a way faster way to drink coffee than. Because normally you like heat up coffee and you have to blow on it, let it cool off again, mm-hmm. and then you can drink it. Well, these you are just taking like the pill form basically. So you microwave it like for like a short amount of time. You can take it right away because of the liquid gel keeps it cool in your throat. Mm-hmm. And then when it hits your stomach, boom, coffee. <laughs> you are talking about buzz bites. <clears throat> do you open um, it, you drink it out of, you like crush it in your mouth and drink it? No, no, no. Those are different. Mm. Buzz bites are different? Um, Well, this one, you just swallow it, and then your stomach acid dissolves it. Oh, I see. And that brings to mind an interesting point. You say you're coming from Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Is that right? That's true. Home of the University Mm -hmm. of whatever that is. Um, Best cup of coffee, worst cup of coffee in Stevens Point. Put them on blast. Wow. Wow. Well... There's this new coffee place that looks like it's from Madison because oh, it's so fancy. Sure, sure, sure. And I haven't tried it, but people say it's great. Ruby, Ruby coffee. I'm like, okay. they can you still get a black there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, They're like, uh, it's a macchiato espresso. It's like, give me a freaking cup of coffee. Right, 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 right. Okay, now let me see. We also have Zest. I think it's a Dennis Ooh. Leary. But... We have one that's like the coffee studio. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's MEJ's. Now, MEJ is fantastic. Zest, I've never been there because it's too close to campus and it's not safe in that part like of town. put citrus in it with a name like Zest or some bar soap, you know? Yeah, I think that they do the thing where they just rub a little nutmeg on like a scrapey thing and then it gets into yeah. your coffee. Yuck. They're just not zesting it. Not yeah. safe by the university? Or are you afraid that you're going to get uh, made fun of by some, some youngsters? I'm afraid I'm going to have to go back to school. Like, so much stuff has changed since I went to college. Right, right, right. Do you ever drive by your old high school and just, like, it makes you feel like you're going to throw up? 
no, I have to drive all the way to the UP for that. And it's just like, who has time for that? Yeah. You, you went to Gwyn, oh, right? Yeah. Makes me sick. Let's talk a little bit about Gwyn, Michigan. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Tell me about Froberg's. Why does it smell like cigarettes they in there? just chain smoke in there. It's really <laughs> bad now. Yeah. I think I've been in there like twice in my life. Um, and I never got to try those really large overalls that were in the window. <laughs> that was like the only thing I really wanted to try. Yeah. You know, like right. that, those overalls would be like big on Jared from Subway back in his heyday. Yeah. You know? Well, they're Shut- 40 feet long, so. Shut yeah. up. I'm not shouting out Jared. Shout out Jared I, you're, you're trying to do, we're not shouting out Jared. Fogel. Why? You separate the <laughs> art from the man. It's true. <laughs> Like, can any man do something so bad that you can no longer respect his art? (laughs) No. I mean, he used to, he used to like go on tour and he'd have these giant pants and just be like, I lost all this weight with Subway. And then you'd see how many kids would fit in the pants. (laughs) I think that's brilliant marketing. Imagine buying tickets to a Jared Fogle speaking event. Dude, I almost, uh, I almost like helped bringing Jared Fogle to Michigan Tech. We were like this close to doing it. Um, because we had this idea, there was like, uh, there was, I think there was either three or four Subway restaurants in Houghton, which is too many. Yeah. yeah. And the idea was that we were going to do a sub crawl where you start on campus, you walk to like the first Subway and you get a foot long sub and you eat it. Then you walk to the next Subway and you eat it, you know, another foot long. Yeah. And then you go to the next Subway, you eat another foot long, and then you go to the last Subway and you eat another foot long. Um, yeah. And then we were also going to do it where you have to drink a 40 between each one, but that was like unofficial. Sure. And then I was I love like, that idea. it was yeah. like spiraling though. I was like trying to make it into like a, like a, a charity thing. So we could justify getting Jared Fogle there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and like, I was like, well, for every inch of sub you eat, like you'd get people to pledge money. So if I eat all um, 48 inches of sub <laughs> at $5 an inch, I mean, that's like a lot of money to charity. So what happened with uh, what happened with with uh, Jared's communications team? Okay, well, basically, like, so, like, this was going to be through the college radio station, right? Whim two, and and I was in charge of the promotions at the time, so I had my team reach out and find out how much sure. it would cost to get Jared, and it was like an obscene amount, like three thousand dollars plus like airfare and okay. hotel or whatever. And they they probably also messaged you, and they were like, "Is this an elementary school? No, it's a university." <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, they seem cool, but they seem like down for whatever, you know, because Jared needs, you know, needs money. Um, But yeah, it was just like a little too much to like justify, but I made this really great um, poster for it. But then I was sort of petering out because it's like, it's really hard for me to do like fake charity stuff when the whole point is just to like get a picture with like all of your friends in Jared's old pants. Like that's the whole reason (laughs) you're doing it, Yeah, you know? And I just kind of felt like mad about it. And plus I like was like, should I be eating four feet of subs in one day and three forties? That's too much, you know? Sure. I really think the three forties is what, what would have done the end. And I didn't want to like really relent about like letting people have six inch subs. I mean, we could do that, but it would kind of sully the event in my mind. Yeah. Well, it's not too late. It, yeah, it really isn't. <laughs> no. Well, it might be. actually, maybe it is. Yeah. Can Jared still do public events like that? I don't think Jared can leave the facility. <laughs> Wait, he's in the facility? Yes. I thought he just had an ankle bracelet. We could no. go to him. No, he's, I think he's... No, Jared's in the facility. We yeah. could do Speaking a of that, episode from jail. And then we could all go in jail for a night. We've all wanted to go to jail. That's not how I want to do it. 
That'd be fun. I've told this. I story. think it'd be nice to have a friend on the inside, though. You know, someone that you kind of already know a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Jared, you mean? Yeah, punk <laughs> me. Let's talk about the story that's on the tip of everyone's tongue. Chris Rock at the Oscars, ladies and gentlemen. No. We, we... Well, someone's still talking about <laughs> it. People want to know about it. People have, are just trying to make sense of what happened. Name that night. one. Tyler. And we agreed we were going to call him Chris Comedy now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Tyler, if your last name were reflective of what you do, what would your last name be? Ooh, it would still be close to what I'm what my current last name is, maybe. Wait. Yeah, say the question again. Slovakian. Say uh, wait, what's the question again? So do you know what an aptronym is? An aptronym? No. A- aptronym like like a, like your last name is Smith and you... Oh, like my first name is one. Tyler, right. maker of tiles, right? Sure, sure, sure. So have had you had an aptronym for your last name as well, what do you think it would be? Tyler? Ooh. Tyler, Tyler? No, I, I don't do as much with tiles. Um, okay. I could start, though. Um, yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm kind of a, I think I'm a renaissance man. I'm a dabbler in things. Mm-hmm. I'm not known for anything in particular, I don't think. Tyler Dabbler. So, yeah, dabbler elect. I think was what yeah. it would be. Yeah. Nice. I oh. love that. It's still close to my current last name. Mm-hmm. Can we address some of those things right now in the moment, Tyler? We have dozens of listeners all across the country. They'd love to know all the exciting projects that you probably can plug right now. I'm a oh. fan. I'm a fan of one of your services that you have. I've been letting mine pile up a bit, but I'm catching up on them now. Yeah, it's my service that I'm slowly thinking like, should I get out of this service? <laughs> It was a fever dream of, a, of an idea. It was called, um, originally I was going to have the UCD distribution service where I would um, have like a little catalog where people could buy used CDs from me. But then I was like, you know how long it takes to make a catalog? And then you're like listing like quantity of one item in there, you know, like, yeah. ooh, sorry, I already sold that to someone. You have to list an alternate selection, you know? So then I was like, what if I could predict CDs that other people wanted to listen to? And this mm. was born by um, UCD Distribution Service CD Predictive Services, or UCDDS CDPS for short. Um, so I have currently like 17 subscribers, where on a monthly basis, I have to guess what CDs they want to hear or predict, I guess, you know, mm. and then I mail them to them. And it's fun. You, you send surveys, and I'm, I'm one of the patrons, and I straight up forgot to fill out maybe two months of surveys. Yeah, last month I think two people filled out the survey, and I'm like, "Well, all right." But I well, like it though, and I've listened, with it, I've listened to things that I didn't ever think about. We're yeah. talking math rock. We're talking regular rock. We're talking blues rock. He sent oh. me this guy sent me a CD of Aerosmith's "Honking on Bobo." No, <laughs> no, he didn't. Have you heard "Honking on Bobo," Taylor? No. It was the only the- Aerosmith songs I've ever heard are from the movie Armageddon. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Loving an elevator. Well, Honking on Bobo is not a song. It's a blues album they did in about 2003. Is it good? Yeah, my my no. father bought it for me when I was 13. Bobo, can you guess what Bobo is and what honking is? Oh, is it a kind of innuendo? Of sorts. Bobo is a harmonica and honking is the playing of the harmonica. Oh, so. um what's the what's the album by uh Return is it called Return of Bruno? Yes, Bruce Willis's uh blues yeah. album. Oh. Yes. Yeah, his yeah, because he plays the harmonica in that, doesn't he? Big time. 
Yeah. You're right. He yeah. toured on that to uh, Escanaba. I'm pretty sure I have that on cassette. For someone that's not super into the blues, I mean, that's a pretty good cassette to have. Hmm. Jackie, I'll have to look at that. Yeah. I actually I hate to just break this to you live on the air. What? But Jack. I also thought that honking on Bobo meant. Um, yeah, I guess I don't actually know what it is. That was what I assumed because the album cover is a picture of a harmonica, like on a velvet tissue. Uh-huh. But it's it's masturbating. Yeah, but um. Well, I looked up it. what is the origin of that phrase. Are you ready? I'm gonna yes. share a screen. Is this related to honky tonks? I've got it uh, highlighted right now, Jackie. What is the actual meaning of honking on Bobo? We just know that it's a phrase that sounds jazzish, nastyish, so it works for us. Suggested by Steven Tyler, who heard the phrase somewhere and the band found it funny. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. Honking on so Bobo. sign up for the used CD predictive services. I know some people. I would love to. How do yeah. I do that? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about this. I, I would oh, like to wow. sign up. Um, just go to patreon.com slash U-C-D-D-S-C-D-P-S. Okay. One more yeah, time. Yeah, I would like to participate in the service you said you don't want to do anymore. <laughs> yeah, it takes up so much of my spare time in like mental brain space. I'd love um, to be, part, be a part of that. But it's very fun. <laughs> it is. It's for the people that get the CDs. I, I find it to be semi-enjoyable. But, you know, it sucks like when you give someone a CD, you're like, this is a really good prediction. And then they're just like, yeah, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you're like, why didn't you like it? And then they're just like, I like music that's good. And you're just like, oh, man, that really like oh, just no. gets you to your core, you know. Make them send it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I definitely do free returns. Well, we may have to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, we got like two more hours to do. So this is our longest interview in history. I think so. Well, we're just trying to get to the good stuff, you know, really mm-hmm. dig deep. Unless you want to hang somewhere. out for like another 45 minutes for our uh, afterbirth bonus episodes. <laughs> you can if you want to. Oh, my gosh. That could be so cool. Would I just be on mute this whole time? Yes. No, you have to talk. Yeah, you'd have to talk. Oh, for 45 minutes? You'd have to chime in. Yeah. Perfect. Want to do it? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go. I have nothing okay, but ride. spare time. Okay, but for this outro, we'll pretend that you're that you're gone. Bye, Tyler. You didn't win the iPods. Bye, Tyler. Sorry. Bye, Tyler. We'll, we will see you in just a matter of seconds. Okay, well, bye. Everyone is sad right now because this is the end of an episode of the Happy Birthday Podcast, but everyone is happy because they know that next week there's another one coming down the old birth Shoot. canal. Yeah, yes. birth canal. And Bir- Jackie, birth why don't you shoots. tell the listeners a few hashtags? You don't always do the hashtags like we used to. You can find us at the following hashtags. Hashtag JGF gang. Hashtag HPDPOD. Hashtag honking. Oh hashtag on. <laughs> hashtag bobo. You can find us at a hashtag UCDCD. <clears throat> S-C-S-C-D. You can find us at the hashtag horse cake most of the time. And then you can find us on Twitter at HBPOD. You can find us on Patreon at HBPOD, Instagram HBPOD, and those are, that's... Is there someone sitting on Paul's floor? What is this? It's all stuff. Is he talking to his son? (laughs) Paul's son says good night. Here he goes. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Say bye-bye, Paul. Say bye. Bye. Okay, thank you. Happy birthday.